Welcome into the No Bad Dudes Podcast. We are back. Uh, I'm not filing solo. We're still missing Ray, um, but with we're with our good buddy, Henry. Hey, guys. Good to be back. Um, yeah, we uh, we survived. We've moved on. To, me and him have moved on to the final four. It will be a slugfest, it looks like. Um, and we'll get into more of that later. Um, but, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's go back to the old format and not have him talk for too long. We need a break. So Henry, what's on your mind? Uh, I've been so like preoccupied with work recently and, um, you know, like we get a lot of turnover in the hotel business and I really just think like, I've been appreciating more of like the people that like really commit themselves to the job instead of, uh, you know, are just there for a paycheck. And it, it, it sounds hard to say because, like, people need to make a paycheck. But, like, as someone whose, like, career is in hotels and things like that, and I've had to work, like, a lot of hours recently, um, you really get to appreciate, like, the people that, you know, put the time in, even though, like, they might be underpaid or underappreciated and stuff like that. So I've just been trying to give more appreciation to them, especially in, like, you know, season of giving, season of, you know, the holidays and all that stuff. Um that, that's really it work, work's been on my mind it's been crazy it's a holiday season it's new york city sold out every night it's fun time but busy yeah yeah i uh i agree i did uh i worked at a golf course so it was a lot of the same things and uh if you know me i'm kind of like as you guys can tell as soon as i can invest a little bit in anything it's all of me um so i would go crazy as just like a card attendant about making stuff, making sure stuff was in good shape or whatever. And I sometimes had a hard time understanding, like, especially like some of your guys, uh, I don't know, I don't know fully how much of you manage, but for the, the tip people, tip and related people, there'd be people who would work and like not want to do the stuff that gets you tipped. And I, I just, my brain never really associated with that like i understand you don't want to go do the bathroom checks totally i don't think that's cool to not do but i understand that but like people who just like you know card attendants put golf bags on back of carts and like they would just be like your cart's over there it's like you don't want to make five bucks like <laughs> go i don't know whatever uh no it's, it's it's good it's uh and i you know i think you start you weren't in management so you started there and there was opportunity to move up so that's yeah, I started story. at the bottom, just like everybody else. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm just. Uh, I guess what's on my mind is like it's it's the holiday season. Um, it's my first year with my son, and I'm just leaning into all the silliness, like Christmas hats and uh, going waiting in line for Santa. Haven't done that yet but we're probably going to do that next week. It looks like, um, but like all the stuff that like maybe five years from now, will be like a little tiresome, but like, I'm, I'm just trying to enjoy it, be in the moment. Um, which is a little hard if it happens when there's football going on, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, doing the Christmas tree, cutting it down, like all that stuff. It's so, it's so fun and it's so good. And, uh, as somebody who lives in my head too much, he's good at bringing me back into the moment. So, um, cool. Now let's let's talk about football. Um, I don't think we have anything big NFL news wise, but um, well, of course, because it's been a while, we'll do a little Jets talk. Sorry, Ray. Um. But Henry, I'll I'll let you go first. I I definitely have a follow up take after, but uh, you know you can run down what has happened because not everybody knows about what Diana Rossini reported and all the other stuff. And uh, I'll I'll add anything if there's stuff I remember that maybe you didn't mention. Oh yeah, so you know a couple weeks ago they they benched Zach Wilson again, and uh, I think a lot of us thought that that was it for Zach, you know, like you can't bench him again. It's, you know, halfway, more than halfway through the season, uh, you know, they're going to make Tim Boyle a starter and Tim Boyle is just a complete train wreck. And they're like, okay, like let's throw Trevor Simeon in. 
and he's a complete train wreck. So uh, early on in the week, they reported that uh, Zach was going to – they wanted to make Zach the starter again, but I saw that there was a, a report that he uh, he didn't want to do it, that he was being a baby about it. So that got me all up in arms, and then I took a breath, and I was like, there's no way that he would say that because that's basically his career suicide, if like that's true. Um, but he apparently Salah did come out today and say that uh, Zach is going to play with a chip on his shoulder and he wants to go have fun. And uh, I, I, what, what was he doing the last two and a half years? What, was he not playing with a chip on his shoulder? Was he like just going out there? Not have, I don't I don't really understand those comments. I thought it was in bad taste, especially from like long suffering Jets fans that you know this was supposed to be the year and like now you're saying you're going to have fun and you're playing with a chip on your shoulder. It, it rubbed me the wrong way. Um, you know, it's not just the Jets. It's, you know, I'm a Mets fan, a Knicks fan, an Allen's fan. It's long suffering. There's no championships anywhere. Like the last thing as a fan I want to hear. And, you know, like if you're a Jets fan, maybe you're a Yankees fan. So you've, you've won one championship in the last nine years, uh, nine, uh, since 2000, 2009 with the Yankees. Um, you know, cause like if you're a Jets fan, you're not a Giants fan, Giants have a two win. So you don't get to even like celebrate that. So it just very frustrating things to hear as a fan from my perspective. Yeah, so I'll give a little outside perspective of um, this situation. I mean, it's not really fully outside because I pay attention to... I pretty much pay attention to all of the teams as much as I pay attention to the Giants. But um, I feel that this whole situation... Because I watched watched a lot of the early Jets games because I... I don't know. They were just on the TV, and I think they played. They were playing teams that my team was facing, or they had the primetime games. And like, other than the red zone, Zach Wilson played kind of fine a lot this year. Um, he couldn't score in the red zone, but to me, that's more offensive coordinator because, you know, even the Chiefs don't score that many touchdowns. That, like. The, the Chiefs are doing trick plays in the red zone because it's so hard to score. Um, and I think, like, I forget which game it was. It was probably the, the Chiefs game where it's very clear that the Jets the Jets hand, mishandled the Zach Wilson situation from moment one. I don't know if it was because, like, Patrick Mahomes was also across the field, so it made it very obvious because that was always the comparison that Zach Wilson might be the next Patrick Mahomes. Like, he's not going to make great seven yard slant passes but he's gonna make big plays and then you hope you get the little little stuff and i think from year one and two they thought they could just like do simple offense and they took a quarterback who's not good at simple offense he's he's up there for big play and i think it's it's very clear that like he should have sat year one and then when they let him play year two they should have built the offense around him and not just had an offense. They feel like any quarterback can do this and will be good enough for us to win. Cause I, I just, I don't think that's how you can make a quarterback succeed in the modern NFL. Like that's just, it's not really sustainable. I think that's what happened with Trevor Lawrence year one um, with, with uh, urban Meyer. And even now it's still like, there's still remnants of like him just being not consistently good because he, he's just never found out how to play yet. Um, and I just, I actually, I typically don't love, like that report's a little weird. And it's also like Aaron Rodgers then saying like the Jets should do a full investigation to who leaked this. It's like, dude, all you've done in the last five years is leak shit. <laughs> like, I don't think it was you, but I also don't think it, I wouldn't be surprised if you did leak it. Um, like, it seems like my guess, it would be like somewhere like Joe Douglas or somebody in that area. Just if you start playing the math on who benefits from that type of detail getting out, because it doesn't benefit Salah. It doesn't benefit Zach Wilson. It might benefit Zach Wilson. Cause I, I think it's fair. Like, I don't think what they've done to him is like particularly fair where you scapegoat him for, you know, two straight years now. And then you're like, you're Ben. So it's like, well, we have no other options. So like, it's not, it's not like they're coming to him and saying like, listen, we were wrong. Or it's like, listen, you, you have to prove us wrong. Like I, I, I just have a feeling the whole Jets organization's fucked. And because the, you guys made the deal with the devil, 
almost nobody's going to lose their job, which is fine. I don't like a lot of turnover, but like, it's very clear this chemistry is not going to also work when you have a B plus quarterback next year because Aaron Rodgers is 41 next year. So like at best he's B plus, but he might also be dog, dog poopy. Um, I don't know. I like I, I like I said. I I had a feeling that the Aaron Rodgers thing was going to ruin Cedric or not Cedric Garrett Wilson's career. We're we're on that way. We're going that direction. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Poor Jets. I'm sure you you know you'll have a nice high draft pick in what twenty twenty five. Rodgers quits in the middle of next year. Well, we'll have a high one this year. We have our first this year. Oh, you didn't trade your first? You just traded a second? We traded... It would have been a first if Rodgers played like 65% of the snaps and Uh, it's impossible for him to do it. So, though, no. Like, as long as Wilson doesn't steal them two or three games, they'll have a top six pick. That was... I mean, like, you can say a lot of stuff about Joe Douglas, but that was smart. And people were complaining about it, too, about, oh, like, 65%, blah, 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 blah. I was like, dude, if Rodgers don't play 65%, we don't want to... <laughs> it's also, like, it's crazy to me that, like, everybody's, like, trying to get Joe Douglas fired. It's like, I mean, he's he screwed up the Zach Wilson thing, but every other pick has been pretty solid. Like, you drafted pretty well in all the other positions. Like, you know, I don't... I don't think anybody necessarily deserves to be fired, even, like, Hackett. But um, it's it's just it's it's just I, even no matter who you fire and like it's it's always bad ownership that leads to this and I, I think I think that's why the Jets are in such a bad space right now and I, I would be skeptical that it gets turned around just because Aaron Rodgers is healthy. I mean, it's also like it's it's also him like constantly being on TV every moment. And literally the only conversation about the Jets is his Achilles. Like that's that makes it hard for a football team to move on and like not have every press conference be about that. Like, I don't know. When Peyton Manning fucking didn't have a neck that worked, he wasn't fucking <laughs> going in front and giving reporters questions to harass whoever the coach was that year. Jim Mora, probably. Not Jim. Is it Jim no. Mora? No. Jim Caldwell. Was, yeah. Was that for Dungy? That guy deserves another shot, by the way. He's a very good NFL coach. Well, isn't he? He's calling the plays in uh, Carolina now, right? Yeah, I think so. But he he won a Super Bowl. No, he went to a Super Bowl with the Colts. And he made the Lions very good. Like, the Lions still haven't had a record better than when they've had Caldwell. That most likely will change this year. But, like, nobody's won as many games as Caldwell did there, so... Uh, yeah, I think that guy is a shot. Um, cool. I I don't yeah I don't know if there's any other really relevant NFL news. Um, Jonathan Taylor's out. Uh, Kenny Pickett's out. Trevor Lawrence looks like he's out for a week. Um, but like most of those players associated with any of those teams are eliminated from the playoffs. So let's uh let's move on. Let's uh. I don't know if there's really that much to talk about with our wins. Um, all my guys showed up. I'm happy. You know, DK Metcalf really paid off for that eighth round pick. Um, anybody else who stuck out on my team? No. I, well, wa- Kristen Watson and Jordan Love. Um, I guess that's something interesting. I, I'm really... Thinking like I was thinking it was gonna be Kyler and Jalen Hurts and Ken Walker as my keepers, but I kind of think I might s- stick with Dorian Love and try to move Kyler or something like that because he, um, you know, they're not great wide receivers in Green Bay, and he he's a top nine quarterback I think right now, and that's with like not playing great this year, so. Um, those Packers are paying off. I'm excited for them. Hopefully Watson continues to play. So, I mean, he wouldn't start, but if any of my other guys like Ken Walker don't play, like it'd be great to have him as an option. Um, yeah, 
Jalen Hurts solid, Christian McCaffrey solid. Like there's not too much. Um, Ray had a couple big moments. That whole Puka thing. I was doing baby stuff, so I just had the TV kind of in the background. I was convinced he broke his collarbone because the way he was holding <laughs> his arm. I was like, oh man, that sucks. And then like after halftime, like I'm not really paying attention. I'm like, that guy looks like Puka running the the end around. And then they said Puka. I was like, what? How did that happen? Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, been he been poster, which was interesting to me. But like other than that, I mean, I don't really know what else he could have done. But you're, he wasn't going to beat one seventy seven. Like no one else in the league beat one seventy seven. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it it was a tough call. I particularly didn't get how everybody thought Zach Moss. Like there were people who ranked Zach Moss RB two, and it's like Tennessee is pretty good against the run. Like this isn't like, um, and I think he was usage wise, like with, with a lot of people say like usage wise, he should have been twenty points. But like, you know, I got the Raheem benching, but like it. I also didn't think Zach. I think Zach Moss got like hyped way too much up. Um, how about your matchup with Mike? Do you have any takeaways or any concerns moving forward or anything that any signs that you're like, oh, I should start a chain and just hope the Dolphins are winning by 20 points in the second half and he gets all those carries? So, uh, I, I'm not sure what to do with a chain because it like he's either going to put up 25 or put up a zero. So, like, I'm glad Cooper Cup got a touchdown this week because like it makes me feel a little bit better about him. But, uh, like, the choice to play forward this week was just, like, let's just get 10 points. Like, I, I didn't think I would score 160. I thought this was going to be, like, a 120-110 thing where, you know, like, H and leaving the game and getting hurt would cost me a week. Um, luckily, you know, Ford put up 12 and H and I got to see him go off on the bench. But, um, no, like, Cup was – I needed to see something from Cup and – uh Everyone else, you know, just showed up. Trey McBride continues to be like one of the best in season moves I made. And uh I don't gotta worry about starting Derek Carr next week, so that's good. Other than that, like yeah, like it I, I speechless because I had one of the best weeks of the season when I needed it. Yeah. Um I think it's worth um starting HM the next two weeks because they're facing the Titans at home and then the Jets at home. And I I just can imagine I mean maybe the Jets slow down the the Dolphins a little bit, but if I had to guess if they're blowouts or the Dolphins lose, I would guess blowouts. So there there's a it feels like there's a chance it could be a repeat of the commanders game where um He's just getting all the second half touches. But, you know. But then he faces good teams. So if you make it to the championship, don't play a ten against him. <laughs> It'll be one of those days where it's like, it's it's like uh, Buster win it all. Like it, it, it feels scary. Scary, um, scariest player I own. Maybe after Cup right now. M- yeah. Mike is. Uh, you know, Mike made a run. I think let's. I mean, I think for you especially because this you're probably the most likely person in the situation where, where Ray because Ray's traded a lot of his future picks already. Um, but Mike and Ray represent teams that didn't have the best draft capital and just grounded it out, and they deserve a lot of respect. Um, and they, you know, if they. If they have it down year next year and they have draft capital or something like that, they'll be scary. Um, and you know, Mike Mike's gonna keep rolling with Jamar Chase and uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Um, I don't know who his third keeper will be, but uh, maybe maybe Mike hit me up. We, we can do like a, a Kyler conversation or a Lave situation because hopefully Lave will have a new quarterback. Because man, that guy. Um, I just, yeah. 
Laurent pretty easily handled Francis. It it, it kind of was clear that uh, Francis wasn't super concerned about this game because he didn't like put bids in on running backs early on, um, especially once it was clear that Aaron Jones was at least questionable. He didn't put a bid on AJ Dillon, and I got him for two dollars, and that could have, you know, it would have made a difference, but it was just kind of like clear that he wasn't like overly scared. Um, it, it's small things for the playoffs too like even just like setting yourself up it's like I totally forgot that I needed a tight end this week because I was so focused on just trying to grind out this week like I like Mike didn't have a defense so I picked up like multiple defenses just to block and then I go to the thing I'm like oh fuck I need a tight end this week then I got really lucky that I had waiver priority yeah and you know the other thing with Francis's team he loses Christian Kirk it seems like the age wall for the season this season has hit um, Adam Thielen with only one double digit game, only one double digit game since week nine, and not not scoring more than twelve points since the bye week. Um, it seems like yeah, and they also it was looking like they were featuring Mingo now in the new system much more, um, so. You know, I I'm glad Laurent picked you because I did not want to play Laurent. I did not want to be in a situation where I felt like I had to pay play you and Laurent. Um, I thought just because of some choices uh, Francis made, I, I felt like I I maxed up better with him right now. And uh, yeah, I'm glad and uh, I'm glad to see you guys start butting heads here. So let's let's start with your matchup here. Um. Let's go over Laurent's team real quick and uh, figure out how what their matchups are like. So Laurent is starting Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Currently, uh, his running backs are Singletary and Hubbard. Um, his wide receivers are stacked crazy men right now who are just dominating football. CD, Keenan Allen, and Debo Samuel. Then he's got Dallas Goddard possibly coming back and Amari with who knows his quarterback is going to be. Um, well, Amari's in concussion protocol too. Oh, okay. So some chance of not playing. But um, he'll just plug in Hopkins at that point. Like, yeah. And then Dak who, you know, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, this is one of the things where I know what's going to happen is that Ron's going to try to keep Mahomes and Dak. And it's like, now you can only keep one because you only have one first round pick. Um, and I, I don't know what that like right now. Would you keep Dak or would you keep Mahomes? And remember, he'll probably keep CD. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know Dak's been better this season fantasy wise, but I, I'd still just keep Mahomes if I'm keeping one of them. Um, yeah. I, I understand the stack thing, but Mahomes is like one one down year. He's going to be the number one overall pick in the draft if he's thrown back in, in uh, in our league. I think so. Um, yeah, I, I think I would probably lean technically that same way, but um, it'll be interesting. Um, all right, so he has some bad RB situations. That's weird. Why are the Jets at green against? Running backs. Is it just because the other team has such a big lead that they get fantasy points? Uh, it's possible. It might be like a rush yards thing too. Like they give up rush yards, but they don't give up like rushing touchdowns. Okay. I, I forget how they do the green and, and red matchups. Um, so he doesn't have an ideal running back situation going right now. Brian Robinson's hurt, plus he's on bye. Um, you know, what was the trade he made before? Was he got he got Singletary in the trade, and it mm-hmm. looks like, from what I heard, it was it was basically a fifty fifty split with Damian Pierce, where they would each get a drive, and then they would play out the drive, and if the drive was long enough, they got more plays. Um, so like that's not a great feeling. And yeah, he Singletary went from seventy five percent of the snaps the last four weeks down to forty six. Yeah, and they're winning. So like. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna care about running backs. I mean, I don't think teams winning or losing really care that much about running backs as much as we do. But um, there's no reason to believe that they're gonna be like, oh, we gotta get Singletary the ball. They're just winning. They're doing great. 
Uh, I don't want any Carolina Panthers, so Juba wouldn't be something I'd be excited about. Um, the Mahomes game that might be big. He might have his like breakout. I feel like he does. I feel he likes the four p.m. games much more than the night games. Like, Let's look into that. See the see the number. One crazy Tyree kill game. Do you remember that against Tampa? Yeah. Where like Tyreek had like two hundred yards in the first half, that was a four o'clock game. Um, so like you see that. Um, apparently the the Eagles are a green for wide receivers and quarterbacks, so that sets up Dak and CD to do some damage. Um, so that's not great. That's not great, Bob. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah, that's gonna be a high scoring game. That's gonna not good. Yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting one. Uh, you know, Debo versus the Seahawks. I I like that matchup a lot. Um, but it also might be one of those Debo games where he doesn't. Do a lot because like Ayuk does it all or McCaffrey does it all. Like I know Debo's been playing great the last couple of weeks, but um, it might come back to reality. Um, and you, you know, man, the Chargers. I just, I just don't. I don't think they're the same way as the Jets, but I think they're just probably bad ownership or bad management because like. Their losing is just so specifically consistent in some ways. Everybody thinks they're the most talented team, and then you just lose and lose and lose. And I, I just, I can't put it all on coaching. I just can't. I can't accept that that's the only reason they can't consistently compete. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think this is as bulletproof as Laurent felt like two or three weeks ago. Like the the running backs are a real issue and you know we haven't gone through your lineup but if you can if you could sneak out a, a, a like a lead if you if you can walk out with like a 20 or 30 point lead i i like your chances like the 20 or 30 point not obviously you lead after two weeks by 20 or 30 points you're, you're gonna win but just this like first week if you can just get a little bit of a lead i think i think you should be good yeah, I'm going to need some injury luck. I'm really, like, looking at the matchups and where I can, like, gain an advantage. I need the running backs to show up again. Like, 50 points from Derrick Henry and Kamara was amazing last week. Like, I'm going to need something similar to that. And then, because I think he has the advantage with the QBs. Uh, I think there's an advantage with the wide receivers for him as well. Like, I think it's close, but I'm going to lean, you know, on, you know, C.D. Lamb, Keenan Allen, Debo. And Cooper for now. If Hopkins plays, maybe it gets you know a little bit closer. But um, that's just because of the way like Cups been and DJ Moore is either boomer bust and you know. And like there, there is a chance that the you know the Bills blow up because uh, I forget who the OC Joe Joe Brady. Um, he's been a successful OC at different places, mostly college, but you know. It's finally his team. He got to do by, and they were game planning for this team. You could just see maybe like a, a blow up game and like a a nice, thirty five to twenty eight game between the two teams. And even if the Bills end up on the wrong side, um, you could get some good fantasy points out of Diggs and Allen. I'm guessing that I'm I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of digs designed plays like he's i'd be surprised if he doesn't have eight catches like maybe some of it's just short stuff but he's gonna have eight catches uh it's just how many yards and how many touchdowns um and it feels like i don't know is it is it cooper cups career is over or i I don't know i I think He's not the receiver that needs like the like he's not he's not breaking quick routes. Like it's always been like he cuts in, he's in the slot. So like he's obviously lost a little bit of that. 
but um, I, don't know, I, I think there's another year left. I, I think it, it's been a big injury year for him. And, you know, Puka showed up. He came back. He was fine. He came back. I was like, oh, okay, like, this is great. And I don't know. He, he left the game banged up once. He left another game banged up once, I think. So we'll see. I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if he's a first or second round pick in our league next year, but, you know, we'll yeah, to I, see what I, it's I like. I mean, Baltimore is a tough matchup. I was going to say, like, next week, I will, I almost want to bet next week he ends up, I don't know what the odds would be on this, but he scores two touchdowns against the Commanders. Like, that feels like McVeigh next week against the Commanders will give Cooper Cup a game, like, just hand it on the platter. Um, so, like, I feel, I feel if you can get 30 points from Cooper Cup the next two weeks, that's a big win. And next week it's twenty points, and this week if you can just get like, so the the big decision that we're discussing right now is actually should we sit Cup and just play uh, H in, in the flex? So that's why Ooh. Cup is actually in the flex because you know I like to, you know, uh, do my roster so that I can if something happens late I I'm able to swap out and have the most flexibility. So it's actually why Cup is in the the flex right now. So that that that'll probably be like a game time decision like. Uh, when cups cups one o'clock, so twelve thirty, twelve forty-five on Sunday. I think I would do that. I think, I mean, it's week one, right? Like it's a two-week playoff. It's week one. Um, as I said, if you can get a lead this week, it really changes stuff. It puts Laurent on his back foot. He has to make decisive decisions to take bigger swings, and like again. You know, I haven't played close enough attention to the Tennessee this year. If their games are close or not. But if Miami can get a lead and you get the second half a chance stuff, I don't, I don't know. I would it that's a hard decision. I will be checking your lineup Monday <laughs> or Sunday at one o'clock to see. Um and then you can have your two running backs going against each other, A Chan versus Derrick Henry on Monday night football. Um you're confident in DJ Moore? Yeah, like, you know, I, I think I got to start DJ Moore. Um, week one was his only bad week with Fields. Every other week it's been at least 11 points aside from week six when Fields got hurt. He's been fine. I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to really play around with that. So the only concern, like, looking at your team, like I have, is... Um, and I, I don't think it's a big one, but I think a lot of Kamara's fantasy Kamara's fantasy points come from Derek Carr being afraid to be hit, and that's not Jameis, man. That's not Yolo. Uh, <laughs> like him leaking out of the backfield, a Jameis Yolo lifestyle. Um, so like I do think maybe Kamara is not the same guy he has been most of the season at least this week with most likely Jameis starting. Uh, but you should have him back next week. Or you'll have Derek Carr back, so you'll have Kamara and his uh, uh, 10 receptions for 32 yards or whatever that obscene thing was. Uh, 14, 14 receptions for – oh, no, 12 receptions for 91 yards. But Oh, what game was that? Oh no, 13, 13 for thirty three was his first game back. Yeah, that's that's and then he had twelve for ninety one. Yeah, uh, I I remember one of the guys I listened to, Josh Norris from Underdog. He's like, if if it if you needed a sign of what if if you needed a sign that the that PPR is the devil's game, just look at Kamara's line where he gets thirteen points for thirty three yards. Well, he gets sixteen point three points for thirty three yards. Um. More than like two touchdowns. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, I think I think if I had a pick, I would say you you have a chance. Like you do have a real slow low floor with Gino here. You know, at San Francisco, they're looking crazy good. Um, that's got to be a little scary. Um, it's better than your other options, but. Um, it's got to make you feel a little nervous. 
Yeah, I mean, I could always just start Allen at QB and you know run Cup and, and HN too, but probably won't do that. Probably just start. QB. I don't. I think. I think if you had a lead going to the second week, that would be something to think about. But in this case, I think like you need got to play the QB points. Yeah, you like I said before, I, I think if you can get a lead going to week two and have Laurent second guessing himself, that's that's a huge chance. But again, Laurent probably since what week three or four, he's scored the most points in the league. So, um, me down yeah, him is, is probably a bad sign. I'm, I'm definitely going to need some luck. Like, I, if you know, if Taylor and Robinson can miss, you know, I, I never want to wish injury or you know, continued injury on players, but like. That that's my best shot is just like keeping some of his other guys low so that you know I can catch up in some areas. Um, I, I'm not being modest here. Laurent's got a better team. I, I I think he does win and and yeah. But maybe I, I see I I see the opening for me. I just need to hit well on these decisions like H and Cop, DJ Moore, Pittman, that stuff. Cool. All right, let's move on to my matchup. Um, I think again, I I said it before. I'm glad Laurent didn't pick me. I think I match up better with Francis's team. Um, I think there's just a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of issues with this team to me that kind of stick out. Um, you know, it's unclear what role Madison still has in the backfield. Cause it looked like they were trying to make Ty Chandler a thing and they have a bye week. So, you know, I have a hard time seeing him getting to 12 points on the road, Madison. So like, that's not great. You also have Justin Jefferson coming back, um, which will hinder Madison, which will hinder his tight end Hawkinson because as much as everybody loves Josh Dobbs for the first week or two, he comes to a team. He is Josh Dobbs. He is the guy that's been cut by a bunch of teams. Um, so, you know, I don't know how many targets Hawkinson gets. You're hoping Jefferson's getting a lot of attention. So he, he is definitively the second target in the offense and not Addison. Um, but yeah, I, I like, I like my chances against um, that's not good. I just looked at next week's matchup for the Vikings, and they're playing Cincinnati, and they are pretty terrible against running backs. So if Madison <laughs> is doing well, he'll have a big week next week. Um, and then other like again, like I was saying, I think Adam Thielen's hit the wall of age. Um, so we don't know. Maybe he gets a fourth quarter touchdown, which will be frustrating. But uh, Justin Herbert is been kind of mid for two weeks in a row um so who knows what he does especially now i mean if josh palmer shows up maybe that's that's a good thing um i mean it is a good thing because they have no good wide receivers besides keenan allen <laughs> and it looks like it looks like eckler's done i'm sure i'm sure we'll make sure to still take a risk and keep him next year unless he gets to another team and then like i don't I mean, I guess somebody will try to keep him, right? Like, the keeper value will still be too good. Like, I guess it depends if like he leaves the Chargers, but it's going to be the keeper value will be too good for someone to pass up. It just feels like all those other running backs who leave their teams, like Le'Veon Bell and um, I can't think of Melvin Gordon. Yeah, like it. It just it. I don't remember the last time a running back has left their team. What was the guy's name? TJ Duckett? No, not TJ Duckett. Who is the who's the running back? Michael Turner. That's the last time a running back left his team and was really good in fantasy after. Um or I guess Raheem Mostert, technically. But he left like seven teams to finally become fantasy relevant. Yeah, like he was good, but like he was always hurt. So um you know, AJ Brown, like, mean that's going to cancel out, like, some of Jalen Hurts' value. Um, CJ Stroud, who's he got? He's got the Jets this yes. week, which I like. And then Tennessee. Tennessee is not great against the pass. 
their their fault is the pass. They're good against the run, but they're not good against the pass. So if I can keep him to like 34 points over the next two weeks, I'll, I'll feel good. I'll take that as a victory. Um, James Cook, who knows what happens this week again. New coordinator might be a completely different game plan. He's more featured, or he might play a lot less. Who knows? Is uh is Fournette suiting up this week? Are they finally going to play him? Uh, I have not heard that, but maybe. Is it just Murray is just too old? I don't know. But his last update was 19 days ago. I guess not. Yeah. yeah. I think they like um, Murray. I think they think he's a good pass blocker. So I think he'll just have some kind of role. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you, What are your thoughts on Francis's team? He's another one where he needs a lot of things to go right. There's a lot of tough matchups. I, I think he can set a, a tone like Thursday night with the Steelers versus New England. If you know Steelers can get a couple turnovers, maybe a pick six and stuff like that. But everything you said, Dylan has not been good recently. Who knows about Madison, you know, for all the Jets' faults, like they don't give up a lot of points. So be interesting to see what Stroud can do. Um, and, and there's nothing really on his bench that he could like plug in as like a, a real boom guy if he needs points next week. So m- maybe Shahid would go off with Jameis Winston. I don't know. But um, he, he's going to need some of that early season uh, uh, juice that he had. So where do you where do you think Mike Evans goes next year? I I haven't really even thought about it. Um, I was just I was just like I was scrolling through his numbers. I'm like, he's a free agent. He's like the only guy to do like ten years of dom. Like I think that's that's the number right. He has ten years of a thousand yeah. yards, which nobody besides like Jerry Rice has done. Um, yeah, it's it's unheard of. And like. I, you know, he's got a Super Bowl, so he's not going to take a pay cut and go play for the Chiefs, and the Chiefs don't have the money for him. Um, maybe Baltimore, like if, if they just move on from Beckham and go like, well, that was bad money. Let's throw it at another aging wide receiver. Um, but I don't see a lot of other teams that like really stick out. Like maybe Houston, maybe, but I, I think they like Tank but, you, but Houston has, but Houston, yeah, they have Tank Dell and Nico Collins who are going off like um... Like may, maybe they overpay Evans to come in and you know solidify the room, but they have the money. Dallas. Maybe maybe Vegas pays for him to bring in you know maybe Dallas uh not uh, Vegas uh you know does wind up trading Adams and they want to bring in something else. Where did he go to college? Do you remember where he went to college? Uh no, Just look up. I mean, you know what? He, you know the team that should do it. And like it'll screw up some things right now, but they Texas probably... A and M. Texas A and M. Okay. Um, the team that should do it is the Bears. You like just just lean into Justin Fields. Well, not even you know trade Justin Fields, bring in Caleb Williams with the one pick, give him DJ Moore, give him Mike Evans, and go like we're gonna win a Super Bowl in the next three years, and just do cheap quarterback contract and try to do it that way. Um. Otherwise, I don't see a lot of obvious teams that like maybe Arizona, because I don't. I think mm-hmm. Marquise's Brown contract is up, and that's just not working out. Uh, he seems to be having some troubles. All right, back to the real football, fantasy football. <laughs> um, I mean, I really thought the Giants should try to have gotten him before the season, but that didn't work out. Um, my team. I feel pretty good about my team, especially if Ken Walker plays. I mean, maybe I don't want him to play this week, but because it's against the 49ers, but I, I like my matchups. Like Jordan Love going against the Giants. The Giants defense can give up some points. Travis Kelsey in a statement game. I feel the, like the Giants Chiefs. always play the, the Packers close, though. I feel like they beat them last year. They, they got the playoff stuff. Like, it's yeah. a different year. Like I, I never like to be like, oh, think about something that happened ten years ago, or even last year when it was a different team. But like they, they just always seem play the Packers tough. I go, I go back to the last couple of matchups. So, 
Jordan Love has had one his one QB twenty four finish, two QB no sorry, one QB sixteen finish, one QB eighteen finish, one QB fourteen finish, and then the rest has been top twelve finishes. So like, I just I don't know. I feel I feel good about sending him out there against a Giants team that maybe not playing great. Um, also like if if Watson doesn't like. I kind of almost don't want Watson to play if he's going to be like hampered at all. Cause if I, if I can't start Ken Walker, then I know Romeo dubs is going to get a lot of targets and that's way more concentrated value here. And, you know, maybe I'm not getting the big play, but I get, you know, dubs was getting a lot of touchdowns and I, 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 uh, I don't know. That'd be exciting to throw my fat flex if Ken Walker's not playing. Um, and I can do that late because, Giants play Monday. This is also one of those. I don't know if you know this. This is one of those Mondays where there's two Monday night football games. Oh, I didn't. Forget what the other ones. Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay against the Giants at eight fifty. Oh, they're both exactly at eight fifteen. Oh, and then Tennessee, uh, Miami. Yeah. So some playoff matchups. A lot of playoff players on both teams or both uh, games. Um, I feel Kelsey. Like I think the Chiefs are due for like a a big time win. And I think that's going to come through Kelsey. I'm waiting for him to give me that Kelsey game. He's been, you know, listen, three straight weeks over 10 points is a lot for tight ends. So like, it's not been bad, but I'm, I'm, I want my Kelsey two touchdowns, 10 receptions, 112 yards game. I'll take it this week. Uh, and McCaffrey is going to go crazy against the Seahawks, I feel. I went to see the uh, Seahawks game last year uh, when San Francisco played there. It was a Thursday night game, and McCaffrey just, like, dominated. I think it was, like, the first game where, like, everybody was like, wait, this Brock Purdy guy is pretty good. Um, I don't know if it was his first start or whatever, but he also, like, made these weird passes where it was like, I can't wait to watch that on TV because that looks like that pass was kind of weird. I don't know. It was he was it was a very yeah. Just seeing McCaffrey like going against NFL players like in life, it's like, oh wow, that guy is crazy. He's amazing. Um, so I'm not gonna say I'm gonna win, but I feel good about my chances. And uh I hope I hope I have a nice big lead after week one so I don't have to stress it. And then I uh I hope I you know, I don't I don't have a preference, but there is part of me that goes, if me and you play in the finals, it really means something that we told everybody our strategy the entire off season <laughs> during before the draft and in season. And we could still win. That's, that's quite a statement. It, it, it's going to be a fun finals, whichever to meet. Um, you know, like Ray said in his reactions last week, it was a great season. There's still season to be played. There's still a consolation bracket. There's still four weeks of playoffs. Um, I I do think I do think you'll pull this out. I know you don't want to you know pick yourself, but uh, yeah, I, I I predict it'll be me and Francis for third place, and uh, and you and Laurent. Yeah, you you were but, you were saying to me before, I think it was before the four p.m. game. So it looked like I was in good shape, but you were like you and Laurent. Uh, are the teams to be in? I'm like, I'm not replying to this. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not giving the gods any kind of a incentive to screw me in a bad way here. Um, no, you know the the thing is, me and you don't really. I mean, unless you play Derek Carr, we won't cancel out each other. But if I play Laurent, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey will probably cancel each other out a little bit. Um, and Debo and Christian McCaffrey will actually be kind of like magnets where like if one's doing well, the other one's probably not doing as great. Um, you know, so that, that'll be a little of an interesting dynamic versus like your players don't really play with my players and my players don't really play with your players. So it's like, we could have a crazy big score game if we played each other. Well, this is also the highest scoring. Um, I am the highest scoring team in the last three years. And I think I didn't do it, but I meant to do it. But I think also the top five 
are the highest scoring by a, a decent amount over the last three years. Um, so I think everybody who was successful did a great job competing. And, uh, you know, I, I think just some things have broken for the four teams that are in the championship. But I think Ray and Mike uh, put up amazing seasons and should be very proud of what they've done. Yeah, they, they both really showed like how you can, you know, it's a blueprint I'm going to have to follow next year. Um, but not having a pick until the sixth round. And one of those picks is going to be a keeper. Um, like it, it really is a blueprint that you don't need to trade for all these picks and then wind up with players that, you know, you're, you're benching uh, on your bench and like making the wrong decision and stuff like that. Um, you know, they didn't make the the two-week playoff, but still like they had great seasons. It's... You know, it's something that I'm going to go back and probably, you know, look at some of the moves that were made during the season. All right. Uh, I think we spoke enough. Uh, Ray is still busy. I think I said at the top of the podcast. Um, I miss you, Ray. I miss you. We miss you. Um, we're glad you did the reactions. We will try to hopefully um, stuff will slow down for you at, at some point or, or whatever. Um, we could also, because like right now we don't have to do it weekly is normally we do so maybe we'll try to figure out a way to get you on um but um we love you ray we love everybody listens um thanks for listening talk to you guys next time have a good one guys Peace out.